All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend, and with me always is my beautiful co-host, Call Girl Six. I'm better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. It's exactly. Sunday Fun Day. Oh, yeah, Sunday Fun Day. Let me just start off by saying I'm so glad that the time has changed back. I think daylight savers is pointless as fuck. They're going to stop it. Remember I told you? Uh, yeah, they've been talking about getting rid of that shit talking, Yeah. So I'm happy, though, because I was like, oh, my God, we're going to be late for the podcast. Boo. It was just 740. I was like, yeah. You like that shit the first day. Tomorrow, you'll be on a regular schedule and be like, mm. Late. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe I might be late. I don't know. But I'm happy about it. So y'all popping in. What's up? Welcome. Welcome. What's happening? How are y'all Sunday going? Right. See everybody just waking up and shit. I know. I feel like that. I feel very sluggish today. Very like kind of chill. I had some other things going on, but I didn't. So how I feel. We went out last night. We went out last night. Shout out to Moses West, that poetry ninja. <laughs> On Facebook and Instagram, we went to Cometry, and it was really dope. Shout out to my girl Reva K doing her thing, yeah, and Jessica Cherry and the whole Smoking Word crew. Yeah, she's a, she's a good entertainer. Yeah, she is. Um, we got to hit that thing. That's on Mondays that she do hers, right? Yep, Smoking Word. So for those of you who use marijuana for therapeutic purposes, need a marijuana card, hit us up at unclelegend at gmail.com, and I will be the one facilitating that. The fuck? <laughs> We don't have nothing to do with that. That's nothing. Just, don't hit I will up, get you to don't the right people. Don't hit up ask Uncle Legend that <laughs> shit. Hit Fox a Mill on goddamn whatever her social media no, handles. No, hit me up. Hit don't us hit, up where? Don't hit us up nowhere. Don't hit us up nowhere. <laughs> Got goddamn security. I don't have nothing to do with it. I you piss don't them. smoke. You don't do none of that stuff. But I can get them to the right people. She That's can. all I'm saying. Don't ask me I shit. I can get you to the right people. Don't ask me shit. I ain't got nothing for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. That's right. That's right. And so if y'all in the Jacksonville area, y'all want to hit up Smoking Word, hit me up and um, I'll give you the info. Chris, what's up? You said crappy. Like, is our feed bad or something? What's going on? It's crappy. Oh, you said how you doing? Oh, Sunday. Crappy. Crappy. Yeah, I know. Um, You know, we had what I told you about earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. We lost a brother. So, you know what I mean? But that ain't nothing to really talk about here. So, um, so getting to the shenanigans throw up the tickler so i wanted to talk about something where i really think that a lot of times we don't have a whole conversation about and that's rights versus responsibility i feel like every don't worry just throw that phone anywhere (laughs) fuck that phone go for a fox do your damn thing but i um yeah i feel like people always want to talk about their rights 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 and even in the community and even in the communities that i care about like you know i mean a two-way community um even in the two-way community, you got to think uh, people always talk about rights. I got the right to have this, and I should have these guns and that guns and this mm-hmm. and that. But we don't really talk about responsibility and none of the shit that we talk about. We're like, we got the freedom of speech. We got uh, we got the right to vote. We got all of this other stuff. And we talk about all this, but we don't talk about none of the responsibility that come with it. And I think that's why life is, I think that's what's causing the um, entitlement complex that so many people have. 
What do you mean by entitlement complex? So I feel like people just think about rights and it's like, I should have this. I should have this. And it's almost the way a child thinks because a child think like, oh, well, I got a license, so I should be able to drive your car. And uh, uh, well, I, I'm I'm older now, so I should be able to do this and I should be able to do that. But they don't want to talk about the responsibility that comes with not doing what the fuck you're supposed to do. They just want Right. So want. people want to buy howitzers and all types of crazy ass guns, but then they don't want to go to a gun class. Right. And so learn to learn shoot. How to shoot you know what I mean? Gun. People okay, want the right to it, vote. People want the right to vote, but then don't t- don't um accept the responsibility to go and learn like hey who are you voting for right why are you voting for them are you voting for this person because they had dope ass commercials are you voting for this person because their views align with yeah yours, their views or align with yours. someone you love or yeah, yeah something like that right so when we talk about the um so when we talk about that i think that's uh, a lot of the reason that things were missing because i feel like in all reality i feel like the meaning of life is somewhere in responsibility why do you say it's in somewhere? In it's in responsibility because I like, and you know, I've been, uh, I kind of been in the Jordan Peterson bag and, you know, I've been trying to get back into writing. I've been reading more and stuff like that and trying to just get my mind back to expand now that I kind of, um, been looking at the world, not so much looking at the world differently, but just kind of shifting my priorities or what I'm worried about, what I'm not worried about and everything like that. And I feel as though like, like if you think about any story in the, in the Torah, in the Bible, the Quran, um, you talk about any of these stories, all of these stories that we talk about, about these people who live these like crazy lives and did all this crazy stuff. It's like they were people who took a heavy load of responsibility and did awesome shit. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a lot of sacrifice goes along with that. Honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's what comes with responsibility. I mean, look at every responsibility you got in your life. How much sacrifice did you do for it? A lot. I mean, if you look at every responsibility for your job, for your kids, for your marriage, for, you know, what I mean, all of the shit that you want, you know, what I mean, everything all those three. Wow, I don't think I'm much of a fucking drag. All but. those three, I say drag. You said sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice, sacrifice your whole life. That's what you got to sacrifice. To me. All right, I had to throw, I had to put moles away. That's crazy. You goddamn right, because you don't want, you don't want that blood on your, on your conscience. Like, because I was gonna put your hose away. <laughs> I was gonna put your hose away. Pack it the fuck up, yeah. But no, um, so yeah, we talk a lot of bit, a, a lot about rights and shit like that. Like even all of these rights, like for instance, even when we talk about like the right to have an abortion and everything, mm-hmm. are we gonna talk about the responsibility of like you shouldn't be punching out babies like it's a fucking uh subway card? You know what I'm so, saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. you getting subway free sandwiches? Like I yeah. think like I think women should have the right. Yeah. Uh, I, like I understand women having the right to have abortion, but I don't think that, that should be the primary form of contraceptive either. No, it shouldn't be. There are some people, and that's not everyone who's using it as a primary. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, but I'm just talking about the responsibility. Just like everybody who owns a gun isn't a responsible gun owner, an irresponsible gun owner, or a responsible. I'm just saying, like, we got to set some barriers and shit like that um, for people to do it. And for everybody who thinks like, oh, well, people shouldn't say this and people shouldn't do that. The problem is that we got to understand that America is is a republic. Like we get caught up with things about like, oh, it's a democracy. It's a democracy. This is the shitty part about a democracy, right? Everybody like, oh, we just it should. Just, it's a democracy. So it's not a democracy. It's a republic, and it's gonna be that way for as long as we can keep it. And what a lot of people don't understand about a republic is, or, or the difference between a democracy and a democratic republic is, in a dem in, in a democracy, everybody see you outside and they're like, damn, that's a nice car, Fox. Well, majority rules. We could just take your fucking car, and there's nothing you could do about it. It's the wild, wild west in a democracy. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever people decide to do, how the people decide to um, how the people decide to uh, conduct themselves and everything. That's what happens in a democracy. But what happens in a republic is in a republic we like you have um, like for instance, we'll put it as your car. 
in a democracy, if I want your fucking car and me and 10 dudes want your car, we, we're going to take your fucking car. And that's democracy. In a republic, your car is your property and it's protected by law. So I think a lot of people, especially all the people who can't fucking fight, probably should really hope that we keep a republic. Keep a republic. Yeah, because it's like the law is protecting you. Like the things that are protecting you from bad people or somewhat is the law. It's not like people walking around with these conscience to be like, oh, well, you said something on social media. You got freedom of speech. You can say whatever. The thing that's protecting you from getting thumped when you sit here making these comments about groups of people and this and that, whether you're making group, whether you're making comments about uh, trans people, uh, um, regular ass men, uh-huh. women, this and that, the thing that's keeping you from getting thumped is the fact that it's a republic. Because if it was a democracy and just flat out democracy, well, do what you want. You motherfuckers, a lot of y'all can't fight to be wanting a democracy. Wait, so if you look into the Pledge of Allegiance, it says into the republic. Yeah, but a lot of people just look at it and like, oh, it's a democracy. We, we like, I don't think y'all, people know the difference between a democracy and a republic. But then that just shows, and that's another thing about responsibility. We have legitimate people who don't know the three branches of government who have the right to vote. Like, people come to this country and learn more shit than people we have with whole, whole we got people with whole ass bachelors, masters, PhDs that wouldn't pass the citizenship test the for America. People who actually live here. Yeah, I understand that. I remember my dad was going through that. Yeah, he probably he was he probably more knowledgeable than most oh, fucking man. people yeah. because he had to learn yeah, he had that to learn shit. It. Yeah. We blow past it because it's like, well, we here, so we know, right? It took American history eighth grade, and that was the rap. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to do it no more. You don't need. So I feel like that's some of the things that come. Nobody wants to talk about the responsibility. It's like that. No, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. I got rights. It's like, but with rights come responsibility. Like I want to be able to own whatever gun that i have and for reasonable for reasonable gun laws when people mm-hmm. talk about common sense gun laws like if people say something about common sense gun law and they're like hey well you should have to take a class okay but you got to draw me to end before you put a block on my rights right so what i'm saying is is like i need to know what the end game is to know what the block is on my right so when you say like oh you can have short barrel rifles but you have to do this because of that okay cool I don't want to hear no shit where it's like, oh, you got to take a class with the government where they do these like shall issue states, like how up north they used to have a lot of shall issue states for mm-hmm. um, concealed carry. No, fuck all that. If I meet the requirements, Let I'm in. This ain't no good old boys club, this and that. If I meet the fucking requirements for what you say, Let I'm in. Get it. Right? So if I want to have a house, if I want to have whatever, if I meet the requirements, reasonable requirements, it's in. Now, get now granted, I'll be 100% honest. It's like, do I need a house? No, I feel like I want to have access to like in me. You know, what I mean, I'm a, a, like I'm big on guns. So I feel as though whatever the police got, I should be able to have. Within reason, right? Like, I know I can't just be rolling around with lights on my car, fucking swerving through to the hot light at Krispy Kreme right. doing the damn mm-hmm. thing or something like that. But I'm just saying about the type of weapons that they carry. Yeah, the type of weapons that they carry. I should be able to get. Don't come talking to me about an AR-15 when local police could score 90 on a test that like. Literally, they score half, most local police, like especially even around here, score half of what we have to score on the military just to stay and watch. Like if we, they take pretty much damn near the same gun test. And I got to go score 180 just to stay and watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm smoking 240 because I'm a badass. You know what I mean? 230 with my left hand. But you know what I mean? I, but I'm a smoke the test or whatever. But it's like you out here with a whole lot of. But bigger chance of shooting somebody. Responsibility. Yeah, a lot more okay, responsibility. Lives in your hands, literally. And yeah. 
yeah so i think it should that that definitely needs to change yeah so that's crazy so with the rights versus responsibility i don't think that we have enough of that conversation about the responsibility that comes with all these rights and when you just talk about rights and don't talk about responsibility it breeds entitlement it's just like with children when the kids mm-hmm. like well i should be able to go out with my friends well i should be able to go out with my friend jamarcus don't do me like that baby you, hey you know i'm a killer you, hey boy hey boy you know big boy ergonomics out here you know what i'm saying i'm doing it but when people like when kids talk about that kids like oh well, i should be able to do this it's not fair it's not fair it's not fair it's not fair because all y'all think about is what y'all have a right to, not the responsibility that maintains mm-hmm. that right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we don't think about the money. Like, you know what I mean? Kids be like, well, I should be able to go out with my friends. You ain't cleaning your fucking room. You ain't cleaning your room. You ain't do your you chores. Do the dishes. You, you ain't do this and that. Your grades look like shit. Your grades look like ass. So yeah. that's the responsibility that comes with that right, right? Like, so, um, and and, and the problem with. Isn't it is a right or really a privilege? Nope. So that's what I'm about to get into. So the difference between a privilege and a right, right? Like driving's a privilege, right? Like driving's a privilege, even though if you pass, but we treat driving like a right. Yeah, we do. Because if you pass all the requirements, there's no reason why they won't give you your driver's license. But with a gun law or something like that, that's a right. And we still find some way to make it seem like it's a privilege. privilege, But what I'm saying is, is like, when you have a right, you have an inherent responsibility that comes with it. And we don't like to talk about people having responsibility because everybody wants to live so free. And, and, and the problem is that people don't know what to do with too much freedom. Like, just imagine. So just imagine if you like if, if everywhere you went, they gave you 100 percent freedom. Would you like that? No, some things I kind of like um, fall in line with, but other things I like to be a little rebellious sometimes. So OK, I do what I want to do. What I mean by unrestricted freedom, this is what unrestricted 100 percent freedom will look like. You go to a place. You go to a place to order food Freedom and they choice. say what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I get overwhelmed. So, yeah, you get overwhelmed when you know what the fuck they got. Like when they have <laughs> yeah. a menu, you over there like. Now, imagine. If, <laughs> now, imagine. You, me like that? I don't do that. <laughs> you looked at a menu last night when we went to the uh, commentary thing with Moses. We go to the you like. Like you're about so to start. Hyping, I was about to get you a brown bag out here. We're doing too much. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. I was just having a hard time deciding. You have a hard time every if I where want. we go. Now imagine if you went to that same place and they're like, "What you want to eat?" and you're like, "What you got? Whatever you want." Um, lamb. Well, I want lamb. How, where do you want your lamb exported from? The best place possible. No. What's <laughs> where you want your the lamb? Closest. From? I want it the closest so I can get here the quickest. Yeah, yeah like they because like, they got we got lamb from New Zealand, we got lamb from Georgia, <laughs> we got lamb from you know what I mean. Like so they hit you with all of this shit, and now you like. By the time you get through all that, you wasn't prepared for those answers. You don't no. know all the stuff you want. You want things to be cultivated for you. That's why even in music nowadays, when we're overflowed with so many musicians and artists. That's why we want uh, curators. We want a playlist. We want to find a playlist and say it's fire. Or either we find a song and be like, put that in the playlist. Yeah, you put see that in how, um, you know, especially me. So if someone knows, you know, that I can sing, right? And so they're like, well, sing a song. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what song. What song you want me to sing? I don't know nothing. It's like a blank. And I have there's so many different songs to choose from. Yeah. There's so many it's different like, like, I don't song? know what song to sing for you. Yeah. And I don't even know, I don't even know what type of music you like. <laughs> like, maybe you want me to sing gospel. Maybe you want me right. to sing uh, this. Maybe you want me to sing that. It's entirely too much. Um, It's, it's entirely too much, right? So that's what people run into with freedom. That's it's right, like, Bama. 
Yeah, hit me with that high quality lamb. What, what's your idea of high quality lamb? My idea of high quality the lamb. The closest high quality lamb possible. No, well, what's your, what's your, so what's your rating of high quality lamb? Um, like you get what I'm saying about like when you don't get these options with people who curate things, mm-hmm. freedom gets very expansive. Mm-hmm. Like if they tell you like high quality lamb, they're like, well, no, it's your opinion. Your oh boy, truth yeah. of what you think high quality lamb is. So you're like, how old do you want the lamb to be? Do you want male or female? Do you like, you know what I'm saying? Now you're over there like, fuck, man, just give me whatever's still on the griddle out this motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what it's baby what, lamb tender. <laughs> you want a baby lamb from where? How how old is the baby lamb? Do you want to do you want baby lamb like fresh out the fucking mom's vagina? Do you under want a year under a year? <laughs> with, oh, how many days? <laughs> yeah. A year and two days. A year and two days. Okay, you got a lamb. A year and two days. Male or female? Female. Okay, a, a lamb from where? Much juice. From where? Yeah, what? What is that? From where? Um, uh, what a love lamb you you can go take. Freedom is taken, not given. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about. But when you ordering some shit, this and that. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing about complete freedom. Where you people aren't intelligent enough in most categories to say what do you want? Like imagine when you go to buy a car. You kind of want to be selected to a few options. Like, I like the way this look. I know a couple of things. What if they start Narrow talking? Narrow it down for me. It's what happened if it, you go to pick up a car? Like, when we went to go buy your car, there's like, hey, what color do you want it to be? But you had to pick your color, you know, like when you pick your color, like on, on a color graph where it's like numbers and shit to meet that color or something like that. Like, okay, I want that. How big the tires do you want? Because we'll put tires on this motherfucker that don't fit. Like, you know what I mean? So you need people with expertise in certain things to start curating what you actually have with freedom. And that's the crazy thing that come with it. So when we talk about these rights, people always say like, oh, I want I want this. I want that. I want to be able to do whatever I want. You don't even know what you want to do because you you don't know what you really want. Because you can't even fathom what's possible. Mm -hmm. Like if they was just to tell me like, well, I mean, infinite possibilities, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's what freedom would ultimately be. When people Mm -hmm. talk about something, I want unrestricted freedom. You don't, you want curated freedom and a lot of times you really just don't want to be told no. Like, if we really being honest That's about freedom, we really don't want to be told no. I was just about to say that. I'm like, well, it's kind of like, because if you say what I want to do, when if I you feel say, like doing if it. they asked you, you want male or female, you like male or female, how old do you want it to be? A year and two days? Well, we can give you a year and one day, a year and three days. You're going to like, ah, fuck that, year and two days. That's what the fuck I want. That might be the worst lamb ever. <laughs> Maybe a year and two days is just a, the, the time when we're a lamb just cures over this and that. Somebody try to tell you something. Fuck that. I want my freedoms. Fox wants her freedoms. Freedom of lambs. <laughs> you, you see this? The, the, we ain't gonna talk about that right now. We ain't even gonna talk about gonna that right that now. Inside. Yeah, we just gonna. Yeah. Anyway, just leave that be. Whatever. But yeah, um, yeah. So that's what. I'm, so when we talk about all these like rights and stuff like that, I think we have to have the honest conversation about. What's the responsibility come with it? Because when you look at all of these stories, when you t- anybody that you ever looked up to, they took responsibility for something. Think about anybody you ever looked uh, looked up to, and you're like your, your father. For, like people that took responsibility, and 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 they were they, they were. Uh, you know, that's the only person in my head. <laughs> yeah, like people that you looked up to was like they took responsibility and did something with it, right? Like mm-hmm. that man went to work. You know what I mean? He did this and that. He took kids that wasn't his, raised them to the best of his ability. He did this, that, and the third. You looked at that, you respected it because this man took responsibility. Mm-hmm. And what the thing is, is like we respect and look up to people who take responsibility. It don't even matter if you're a hooligan. If you're a, hooligan, if you're a straight up, if you're a straight up thief, you look at a dude and be like, 
but he had some. What is it that we look up to them because they take responsibility or we acknowledge the sacrifice? We acknowledge what was given up in order to do this thing. How do you? Because I think that's what it is for me most of the time. How do you sacrifice without? What do you sacrifice for without responsibility? What what will make you sacrifice without responsibility? No, I'm saying you just said if if we respect them because of the responsibility they took, but. Is it? It's not just because of responsibility. Because great responsibility requires sacrifice. Yes, it does. We just said that in the beginning. That does require sacrifice. But for a child, I don't think, or anyone else looking at like at my dad, they wouldn't see. They wouldn't respect that. You know, responsibility. They wouldn't respect that if they didn't know. But they're not the ones looking up to your dad. You are right. That's what I'm saying. So it's not just anybody. It's just whoever is whoever knows the sacrifice behind it. I think that is what's going. Yeah, and and, but that's what it takes. It's like no, you can't know everybody's. I think that's like almost like a given. Like nobody knows. You don't know when you see the person that like when Dixie is some shit like. Oh, that person probably giving up a lot of sacrifice, like because he's probably <laughs> Spider Man. You don't know shit about them. You just like this motherfucker taking too long, and they don't know their number to put in here for the, to get their code or whatever. But if you know what that person's going yeah, through, but when what he got to do when he go home, like, if he has a home to go to X Y Z, yeah, it's different. It hits differently. Yeah, yeah so I think it's when you get into the um, when you get into that, it's like everybody that you look at, like when you look at people in the Bible, Jordan Peterson tell this dope story too, and um, I'm just if you haven't listened to Jordan Peterson. If you haven't listened to Jordan Peterson, feel free to listen to him. He done got like a bad rap because you know how it is. People put out a 15-second sound bite and go, right? But a lot of these like ones that people say, everyone that somebody told me like, oh, he's terrible, he's this and that, and he was like, look at this clip. Every time I look at the clip, I go look at the whole podcast and be like, okay, you took it out of context because it was a 20-minute conversation. You took 20 seconds of the conversation in which he, wasn't com- he didn't complete his thought or whatever. But he got a story, even when he was just talking about Abraham. He was talking about Abraham. Abraham was like 80-something years old when he left his, his parents' house. And he compared him to today's version of an incel almost. But he was like, he was sitting at home. Shit was sweet. And it's saying his words. Obviously, I'm going to hood this shit up. But you know what I'm saying? But he like, he's sitting at home doing his thing, chilling, playing video games in the basement. Obviously, they had no damn video games yeah. back then. But he playing video games in the basement. basement. And then God was an <laughs> old basement. So, like, so God pulled up and was like, hey. Take your ass outside and go do something with yourself. He like, well, damn, that's crazy. So he go out there and then all of the and then you know the story. Abraham, all these dudes trying to screw his old lady. They trying to get him the fuck up out of here. They trying to do all that. He's sitting there thinking like, damn, it would have been a whole lot better in the basement. But that was his call to adventure and all the responsibility that he wound up taking and pushing for and this and that. That's what made him somebody that people look to him like, oh, boom. That's the reason why even people in religious books they refer they don't even refer to their religion by name. They refer to about a I follow the religion of Abraham. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he went, got about there, and did some and did dope shit. Like had a whole great uh, lineage story, everything. You know what I mean? And it comes to the fact that people take great responsibility. And I think, especially with young men, what winds up happening, right, is like uh, Jordan Peterson will explain that the um, men are more disagreeable than women. And I'm not talking about argumentative and all that other shit. I'm talking about disagreeable because Lord knows you're more argumentative than me. But that is not true. I'm more disagreeable. You're, you're more argumentative. disagreeable for sure and argumentative. I'm not argumentative because I don't argue with you. Whatever. Because if I argue with you, I just want to box your. <laughs> but no, nah, he's talking about disagreeable. When you talk about disagreeable, he's not talking about argumentative, right? He'll say, like, and it's a 60 40 thing, right? Like, it's a good chance. Like, if you lined up 10, if you lined up a whole bunch of men and women, this and that, if you said the dude was more disagreeable, on average, you'd be 60% right, 40% wrong, right? So sometimes women could be this and that. Now, the thing about this, mm-hmm. when they do that on the psychology test is, so if you got, um, so when you get into that, it's a 60-40, right? So they might get us and it's like 60% chance I'm more, I'm more disagreeable. But when you go to the extremes of that, 
the most disagreeable people in the world to men. Like, so if you took like, what's the, what's the most hundred most disagreeable people in the world? There, there'll be men. Right. So when he get into talking about that, the people who don't find purpose and responsibility, especially with men, if we don't find purpose and responsibility, what happens is we'll just say, fuck that. We're not doing anything. So when you see these it men, it's a grumpy old man. Yeah. Yeah. At a young age. Right. So when you see these young men and they're just like, fuck that, I'm sitting in the basement and play video games. or I'm going to do this, that and the third. And uh, fuck this. I'm not I'm not because all of this shit doesn't make sense to them. And now. Even when we talked about, like, from the first podcast, when I said the pussification in the man in America, yeah. the problem is that we don't pussify men so much where men are afraid to be men. And it's like, whenever you show anything, like, whenever you show anything masculine, here goes some, here the goes criticism some criticism is there. Yeah, here goes some prick telling you, oh, well, that's toxic masculinity or that's this and that, and say some dumbass buzzwords or something like that. When it's like, men are supposed to be men because a good man, a good man is a dangerous man that has an under voluntary control. Nobody likes a harmless man. In the end of the day, really, if I if they told you I killed two million people, you'll be like, damn, that's a lot of people. That's not gonna make you leave me. No, I'm like, you ain't gonna kill me, go right. That's what that's all you care about. <laughs> you want a killer. You can kill me in mind, though. Are yeah, you? you want a killer. You Sir? Want, you want a killer. You want somebody disagreeable. You want somebody who's willing to tear everything up. The fact that I will level an entire city behind you, you like that because I don't beat your ass. Yeah, as long as you don't be mine. That's all you care about. But you would like what it. You so, to so would you? Would you be okay? Would you be okay if I didn't? If if I wasn't just, I wouldn't thump nobody. Like I just one hundred percent nonviolent. If I got to fight, like nah, bro. I'm talking about like a dude start popping off. I'm like, no, he's right. and he nah, hit me, bro. and I'm like, turn other cheek. He hit you. I'm like, just turn other cheek, baby. I'm gonna turn other cheek and walk where he going. That's where I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go walk where he going. Yeah. Come on, baby, let's go. Yeah, because the fact of the matter is you want a killer. Like, you want a monster. You want a you want me to be a complete uh, 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 Kodiak bear out here mauling shit. Long as you or the people that you care about aren't mauled. Right. So that's the fact of the I matter agree. is, which is why I think that it's um, an interesting task that women have. Because it's like you have to find a man that's disagreeable. And you have to find a man who's like dangerous. Just not dangerous for you. So you basically so, looking for the Michael. Listen, you looking for the Jason or Michael for Myers? The balance, right? And I think that's what anybody. I think everybody should have the balance, regardless, right? As we both, you know, know that that's the key to life: balance and everything. I don't think that we're gonna look for one more over the other. It's a preferred trait that I prefer to have. It's a preferred trait for me, but not necessarily for someone else. Someone else probably wouldn't no. like a man who do all this stuff and act no. crazy behind them. Somebody wants somebody who it's talks sense into someone who more logical, who's more logical and all that, but nobody wants the extreme. If we are all being honest about it, people can say what they want, but nobody wants the extreme. If you go find one of these women who call themselves an alpha female, who go out there and be like, Oh man, da, 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 this and that they go. What happened is they go and find soft ass men and then they walk over them and they get tired of them because they want a man who is dangerous, but they just don't. But that man's not attracted to them because the fact of the matter is, I don't if I wanted a woman to sit here and go toe to toe with me the whole time. Every time I say something, I get a boyfriend. That's not what I want. Like I want to. So, well, so that's different when you're talking about that. And then in a relationship, talking about being two alphas together and how you guys interact with each other. That's different. She shouldn't come be toe to toe with you. Well, it's a whole lot of uh, it's, it's a lot like of women who, who, who think differently. And that's what I'm saying is that, like, you, you want a competent partner. And you want somebody who is dangerous. And I'm not talking about dangerous like shooting up a school. I'm talking about dangerous as in like competent. Like, you know what I mean? Well, who's educated, competent, you know what I mean? Able to defend himself. This and that. Like, oh, 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 it's not too many women are just like, oh, I don't want that. 
You know what I mean? And if they say that they don't want that, the truth of the matter is they're about to fuck a whole lot of guys' life up who aren't like that because that's what actually what they want. You want a competent partner. You want a man who is dangerous, intelligent, competent to be able to do his job, provide for his family, do this type of stuff. Long as he ain't beating your ass. You cool. I don't know. For women, I wouldn't say dangerous. I would say they want someone. What do you who's consider able, dangerous? Right. So that's what I, that's all I was just gonna say. So they want someone who is able to protect them if necessary. It doesn't necessarily mean he has to be dangerous, but if he can protect the family, then some women would want that. That requires you to be dangerous. No, that don't require how you do you, to be dangerous. How do you how do you protect if so if somebody walks up to you? And they're about to sock you in your shit. How do I protect you without having a, a, a without without being somewhat dangerous? I don't know. Because dangerous means that there is a danger to me. Dangerous means that like I have the capability of fucking somebody. Your up. danger is end of life. No, that's that's not just danger. I'm Meet talking about your maker right now. <laughs> no, that that no, I'm willing to go to that level <laughs> and pass that. I'm willing to go and, and ruin somebody's entire lineage. I will go dig up your granddaddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that person. But what I'm saying is that me punching somebody in the face, that would make me dangerous, right? That would make you crazy. No, I'm talking about angry. No, no, you you can't. (laughs) You're making assumptions. If if somebody was to knock you over on the ground, some dude walked up and be like, hey, how you doing? He was like, oh, I'm married. He was like, and tipped your clumsy ass over. (laughs) And you just fucking humpty dumpty your ass right away. Okay. So then when I if I beat his ass, that requires me to be dangerous. Okay. Dangerous is having the capability for a gun is dangerous if Mm -hmm. if misused. misused. Fire is dangerous if misused. Hell, electricity is dangerous. But look at us. We got lights on camera, everything else. People looking at this, watching this podcast through the uh, computers and everything else with electricity going through there. The same electricity. That you the same electrons that shoot out the sky and split trees and kill people and do everything else. We got all of that. One must, uh, you, you have to be able to do it, right? Even Gandhi would say that you have to be capable of violence. But the thing is that everyone is, though. Everyone is it's capable a different, of violence. We all are dichotomies. So we we have the good, we have the evil, we have the being positive, capa- we have the negative. Being we capable of violence and being competent in using said violence, two different things. I agree. Because it's a whole lot of people who, you know, all them dudes who be up to like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, man, I just see red and then just the body start falling. No, you can't fight, bro. Mm-hmm. You cannot fight. You have no trained discipline. You have zero skill. This and that. You're just hoping that you're going to land some Definitely punch and it's no going to be on world star. So that's the difference between it. Like being dangerous is I, and we all have the capability of violence. It's a difference when you have a skill set with it to be able to do something with, when you know how to harm someone. So you have to have the ability to be dangerous, especially, and I ain't going to speak for women, but as a man, you have to have the ability to harm people and be willing to harm people to project, uh, to protect, not project, to protect the things that you care about. There's you no if answer. For a man? I'm not saying that is not for women. Oh. I'm just talking for men. I was going to say, because that's mama bears. Now, I'm, gonna tell you I'm not saying it. that. I'm just on okay. some shit where I, I ain't okay. about to mansplain and have a whole bunch of women out here. Right. Now, don't tell us what to do. Don't tell us right, what I to ain't do. I'm saying that. I'm just saying. And then now. here go Jamarcus. That's mama bears now. And here go Jamarcus right here. The whole world here. gonna come down. Yeah. Here go Jamarcus right there with it. One must be capable of violence. Capable plus competent equals dangerous. So that's all it is. I'm capable. I can inflict. I can. Inf- I can inflict any type of violence. I can inflict violence on a person. But I'm competent as in that. That's what it is. Like inf- uh, inflict means. Oh, I'll swing luckily. And if I hit you with this haymaker, I might hit you. No, but being able to set up a jab, grab a person, get out of something, do some things, assert myself in a situation. 
that makes you dangerous. And even just violence isn't the only thing that makes you dangerous. Being witty, being sharp with the tongue, being able to think your way out of a situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of that shit is also Crafting dangerous. Yeah, a lot of that is also being dangerous. Yeah. So a lot of times with these young men who don't like men are now getting taught the ideas sometimes where they don't have to be dangerous. You don't want to be fucking harmless because I'm going to tell you this. Anybody who's ever fought in any type of um, any type of like combat situation, whether it's I don't care if it's jujitsu because I, I got a background in jujitsu, wrestling, boxing, tie kickboxing. Got my ass kicked a lot in judo, but I guess that's the background in it. But, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, but any of those things, the nicest people that you will ever meet is the elite people of combat. Like if you walk into a gym because of the discipline that they yeah. have. Well, it's also the idea that it's a whole bunch of killers in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like when it's a whole bunch of killers in the room, everybody watches where they walk. They watch how they talk. They watch how they act. Like if I know I can knock you out with one punch, and you can knock me out with one punch. We're going to have a little respect for each other. You know what I'm saying? By the way we handle each other. I ain't going to come in and be like, hey, invite you to my privates. You know what I'm saying? Suck my motherfucking neck. And you might knock me out. And vice versa. And if you ask anybody, like even Jam- Jamarcus, who jiu-jitsu got to. If you ask Jamarcus, I bet you everybody at his gym that he does jujitsu at probably some of the nicest men and women that you'll ever meet because but they know Marcus, they can go fuck people. You know up. that this is one guy, one guy now. This one guy. You I'm a, know who I he bet is. you it's less assholes. <laughs> I bet you. Okay, before Jamarcus say anything, Jamarcus, this I want you to listen to this. Listen to this. I bet ass. you it's one. I bet you it's exponentially less assholes <laughs> at your gym that you um uh, that you uh grapple at than it is at your job. If I'm tell me if I'm right or wrong. Hmm. We'll see what he said. We'll see what he said. Tell you right or wrong. But I'm telling you, that's the difference between if you if you go around like if in combat situations, you go to combat, you be around spec ops guys, the whole nine nicest dudes you ever meet. The assholes be the dudes who ain't never shot, had to bust a gun and bust a grape in a fruit fight. Those the assholes, right? Like, but when you're around elite killers who are capable of violence and competent with that ability, they're so nice because you're not. You're not one. He said there was one. One, but we took you know care of that. Saying? Oh, y'all took care of that? There How was many, one. Okay. How many? Like the man is like, in the, hey, he's in no. the past tense. Is he, is he RIP? Like, no, nah, but, but there he, was one. But he tapped out. He tapped out really <laughs> roughly, I bet. <laughs> well, we took care of that. So y'all jumped this man? Assholes galore at work. Because <laughs> what disciplines people at work is rules and this and that. There's not the, there's not the threat of violence. Like if you in a gym, hey bro, mm-hmm. let's spar and I'm gonna beat your ass. At work, it's like, well, you know the code, the the the, the, the SOP say if you touch me, this and that. that, that, that. I'm going to HR. I'm going to HR <laughs> immediately. Well, guess what you don't do in the con- <laughs> guess what you don't do in a boxing gym, a uh, 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 Muay Thai, Taekwondo, Karate, Jiu Jitsu. Wrestling, Greco-Roman wrestling, or no freestyle. Hey, you know what HR is? The dude who about to tell me to let your ass go when I got your arm bar. That's the- yeah. So <laughs> it, it causes so it causes people to do that. Now, what comes with that, right? What comes with that is that people understand I have a right to defend myself. The people who don't respect life and understand that you have a responsibility to respect life are the people who've never had never been in a situation to have to, to have the ability to harm people. The people who HR, these hands, exactly. That's <laughs> HR at the gym. These hands, like, you know what I'm saying? Optimum and Wi-Fi. I'm connecting on everything out here. But the, um, the people who go through life and never 
get that ability or whatever. Those are the people that you think of. These are the punks and pussies of the world who become dangerous. These are the dudes who wind up being backstabbers and, and everything else and fuck over everybody they can to get to the top in corporations and these Fortune 500 companies and everything else. These are the dudes because they never had that, right? So then they try and go learn it on the back end. Everybody teach me all this stuff so I can be tough on the back end because they never had to be tough before. It's like when you see dudes being gangster and they're down there 40. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Especially like when I see it in the military, you see a cat, he up here like, yeah, you know, I was this and that, da, da, da. You know why you so tough now when you're 40? Because you wasn't tough when you was 19. Because you was pussy when in high school. Yeah, the you was pussy time. in college. Yeah, so now, now you done learned the rules of the game. But now you're trying to inflict said rules around people who aren't privy to how this happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then you run across somebody like we had a kid in the office um, at work one time. He coming in, he going off, blah, 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 blah. Cool. You know, Chris, it was either Chris or John, one of them bring him, come talk to me. And I'm like, hey, man, come in, have a seat. I ain't sitting down. This and that. I'm like, well, it's a long fucking fall if you're standing. <laughs> I looked at him like that. He's like, what you mean? I'm like, I'm just saying. Your options are, you think I'm probably going to try you. That's fine. You should think that. But if I hit you up here, you're probably going to get a concussion. If I snuff your ass out in the seat, you probably feel better. You just, you're already sitting down. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, I mean, we could do this however you want. Because everybody here gonna everybody here gonna testify that you hit me first. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna lose a fight and a stripe because I'm a river dance on your ass until my calves cramp up. You know. So, <laughs> so you know what I mean? So you can make it what you want. So it's it's kind of like that thing where you know you when you know you could do something, it's like like I'll walk away from a fight. When I was when I was a kid, if you had to caught me, you know what I mean, knee high to a grasshopper, I'm not walking away from nothing. Soon as you say something wrong to me, I'm stealing off because I know I'm small too because I was an undersized kid. Soon as you say something, blah, 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 <laughs> I'm throwing the first punch. Oh, At least I know, I'm gonna get this, yeah, I know I'm going to get these first licks in. Bop, bop, I'm, I'm pepper. I'm talking about I'm peppering that ass. <laughs> and then I'm going to get jumped and stomped out and all this and that. But you know what? I got my licks, got in. licks in. <laughs> got my licks in. Now, you know what I mean? The dudes start talking shit and I'm just like, this ain't what you want, man. You see a dude square up and he doing some shit like this. It's like all that dancing. What's up? All that dancing. Old cap you, know, you know, I always thought that was just so crazy. You know, growing up, I would always see fights like that in school and they doing all this. And yeah. you know, like what you and they rolling they what what is that? I never seen nobody do those shit like that in the I box never of seen rain. nobody win a fight doing that. Never, shit. ever. But that's a, that that's the problem, is that's why you get a lot of dudes. If you go to if you go to 90-something percent of dudes in the hood can't fight. Mm -hmm. And that's why people start getting exposed. Because back in the day, people used to just think like, oh, you know what I mean? When nobody really knew how to fight, when it wasn't people really training to fight, people would be like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Even you go to like these neighborhoods and white people be like, oh, look at this aggressive black dude. He's athletic and strong. Maybe he could fight and this and that. And white boys ain't having that shit no more. They better like, dude coming in, yeah, yeah, what you want to do? You're like, hmm, look at that stance. <laughs> Got one coach, you know what I mean? <laughs> About to go ahead and bury his ass out here. Right. So um, but with those things, it's like, I mean, you got the right to defend yourself, but you also have the responsibility to only push as hard as you need to push. Right. Like you don't push, you don't push against adversity to break it. Like people, I'm gonna destroy people. No, that's why, like, when you have if you have a fight, even in the hood, right? Like if you if you was in a, a decent hood or something like that, you have a fight. It wasn't gonna like, you know what I mean? Like um if, if me and your brother was fighting. You know what I mean? And they let us shoot the failed one because we know one in the hood and this and that. They're not about to let me stomp him out or let him stomp me out. You know what I mean? It's like, stop. Mm -hmm. Or if, if one of us go down or something, let him get up. Let him get up. There's respect 
that goes into that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a responsibility with it. I'm not going to stomp you out like you some somebody that pushed my grandmother on a bus or something. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to do that to your homeboy. Me and my homeboy square up. It's like, all right, let's do it. And then when it's done, it's done. It's like, you good? I'm good. Let's go get a beer. You know what I'm saying? You could do that. And I that's. I know I'm going to whoop your ass. Yeah, but that's You'll the give me back next time. Yeah, that's the responsibility that comes with it is like when you the more deadly you become, usually, not all the time, there's always a villain origin or somebody that becomes master shredder or some shit from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> but there's gonna be um when the more deadly you become, the more respect that you have for the more respect that you have for human life. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you can hurt somebody, like, if you talk to a lot of dudes who, you know what I mean, wrestle, box, and everything else, it's like, you don't just beat the shit out of nobody to hurt them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm, like, if me and you went to the gym, we go to go box, we go to go spar, I'm not going to just knock you out as fast as I can. I'm not going to knock you out. I'm going to protect myself, but I'm going to, you know, give you a little this, give you so a little what do that. You feel? What do you feel with that restraint? You know, we were um, in the book of the Emerald Tablets, right? And mm-hmm. so do you remember when um, Thoth was basically talking to one of the nine and he was saying, well, you know, um, how you see life and how you move past life or to ascend is to all those temptations and all those things that you have, you learn to subdue those. You learn to block those out. And that's the key to life, basically. Yeah, I- well, I mean, you got to think about this, right? So when I look at that, think about every time you try to do something the right way and you be able to like, yo, look at the devil at work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, as soon as, and we done had a situation just recently. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we had a situation just mm-hmm. recently where we, we decided we decided to go about something a certain way and then the devil came knocking. But it required me to have discipline. Boom. I had discipline. I handled the situation. I brought it up to you. This and that. And you was like, boom, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even know. You was like, uh, motherfucker. But you know what I mean? We had, like, we, we both agree that we handled yeah. it. I think we ain't talk about it after that, but I think we both agree we handled yeah. it the right way. Oh, yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is yeah. that that's what's going to happen. And you know it's instant. Like, it's not too many people. Like, if you haven't had this happen, you haven't lived long enough, in my opinion, where anytime you try to get on the right road, like, if you're a drinker and you try to stop drinking, the first thing they about to do, Hey, bro, you want people hitting you? Up. Hey, bro, you want to go drinking? The temptation happens. People, people that you ain't seen. Well, yeah. hey, man, you want to go drinking? Let's go get fucked up. Oh, shit, this and that. And uh, you know what I mean? When you you say like, oh, well, I'm stop being a hoe or something like that. As soon as you do this and that. Like when you get into a relationship, you know how it is. It's like phone be dry as hell. As soon as you get in a relationship, broop, 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 broop. look how yeah. your phone start blowing up when you when we got engaged. Oh broop, broop, broop. We got married. Hey, I know I ain't talked to you in five years, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you remember? <laughs> yeah. I know I ain't talked to you in five years, but you my everything. Oh, oh my God. You know what I mean? So the devil be at work. It's like you, you think about like you think about it. And it could be just something simple. Whatever your vice is, whatever your vice is, whatever your weaknesses are, they're going to come at you. So it comes. And that's the problem also, too, with people thinking like, oh, I have all these rights and no responsibility. Mm-hmm. You have a responsibility to be in control of your vices. To be in control, yeah. Yeah, like, so So it's kind of like, just because the opportunity come up, and it's the opportunity you've been want, 
You can't do it. That's why people fuck up jobs, everything. Like when you think about it, it's up like, man, I can't get a job. I can't get a job. You get the first job. Then it's like 19 people calling. You want a job, want a job, want a job, want a job. Yeah. Now you're trying to work three jobs. You get fired from all of them. Fuck your whole reputation. Up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you're dealing with people, you get into a relationship. It's like, oh, I want to be in a relationship. It's like, <laughs> Jay said, uh, the second. The second you decide decide something, the universe says, hold my beer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, But no, oh. you know what? I really don't think it's that. I really think it's the fact of, okay, you said it's like this, so now let's see about it. Let's you see know? about it. Let's, let's test it and shit. see. That's exactly what it is. And it happens so quick. You know, it's uh, making damn that response. Spin. That response is almost instant. So that's why, especially even as men, when it comes down to that responsibility and, to, and bearing that load to go through life, I think as men, you have to sit there and be like, hey, when you say something, you got to be ready to carry that shit out to the yeah. end, right? Like, you, it, it ain't no shit where you can be like, well, I'm going to say it like it is right now, and then if I change my mind, I could change my mind. People always thinking about later on, I could change my mind. That's the problem with, like, marriage and uh, relationships and everything else is people be like, well, if I get married and if this shit don't work out, I'm out. I'm going to see how it work out. I ain't got shit else better to do. People be looking at marriage like I ain't got shit else better that, to do. I did that with my first marriage. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. That's exactly what happened. He asked me to marry him, and I was like, fuck it. What else? I, I looked, I thought, and I was like, all right. It's that's exactly what I said. I was like, all right. Going up. Let's see. You, you know, that's Tuesday. exactly what it was. You know, we were married. We were married seven years. So, yeah, and, ten years, and it was hell. And then, but think about this: hell. when you, you took it, you took the, you took the, everything a little more serious when it came out of this marriage. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't want my time wasted. I didn't want the bullshit. I didn't want all the negative things that I experienced in the first yeah. marriage that caused me to have certain negative traits. So I didn't want that to continue. I wanted, I wanted it to be right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, um. I think one of the things that people have to accept and understand is that with all of these rights that you have, there's an inherent responsibility, right? Like I have the right to defend myself, mm -hmm. but there's a, there is a, like a known responsibility. For instance, if we, if, if we in the gym and um, like, I've never been to Jamarcus gym, never sparred with Jamarcus, whatever. Uh, and, but we, he, he, he's still doing jujitsu. I used to do jujitsu. If I got you in an arm bar, like, if I got you in a position, I got you in a triangle, I got you in a rear naked choke, I'm not trying to put you to sleep as fast as I can. Competition a little different. But if we sparring in the gym, I'm not trying to put you to sleep as far as I can. It's like, come on, man, just tap. Mm -hmm. Come on, man, just tap. We even teach us, like, come on, man, just tap. Like, when you locked into a hole, it's like, ain't, ain't nobody going to gain nothing out of this. I'm going to breaking some shit or putting you to sleep. It's, it's, that's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want this to happen. I have control of the situation. Because it's a lot. Because it's kind of like what power come what power comes what a person does right like when they get power that shows you how shitty somebody is they get money they in a position they up it's kind of like how people act if you play in the game like in volleyball like when you was playing volleyball people don't talk a whole lot of shit from the get go but let them get up let them get up six points oh you everything now. yeah <laughs> you bitches ain't shit you know what I mean and they over there. Now all these sportsmanship going out the window. Yeah. All this and that. They're not going to maintain us. That's why we teach. Stuff the ref can't hear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? When you up against the line or something like that, you're going for a block and like, bitch, you ain't shit. What? Yeah. You're like, y'all like, I bet you that's probably how it go, right? Like, y'all be talking shit at the line? Hell yeah. Uh, see? <laughs> but that's that's a competitive spirit. But people want to talk shit like, yeah, we up. Fuck that. Because all we doing is um, projecting our insecurities when that happened, where it's like, I don't lost so much. I can finally win something. And I want to make you feel the way I felt uh, my whole life as I've been losing. Or it's just fun. <laughs> no, uh, uh, <laughs> see, or, or it's just fun. Like me, I like to talk. Like when I talk shit, I like to talk shit to, to equal competitors. 
like in um in middle school and middle like high school in junior high, it was my boy Mook, right? The actual ball. My boy Mook, he me and him, like we went at it, eighth grade championship. He posted a picture on Facebook and was up to like, yo, eighth grade championship. We lost, but I was kicking ass. And in that picture, I'm behind him and I'm number 24. And I'm up to like, you know who number 24 is in that jersey behind you, right? He like, yeah, I know, bro. Cause I was busting their ass too. And we we going at it, this and that. But you know what I mean? It's kind of it's the difference between talking shit out of a mutual respect with a competitor, like me and Mook competed. And it's the difference between talking that and then it's just like, you're a fucking bum. I dislike you and I want to take your spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole different thing. And then some shit talking where it's like strategy, like how Kevin Garnett would say when he talked to people. But for the most part, a lot of times it's like, you, you, I mean, like you're going to respect a good competitor. Mm-hmm. You're going to handle yourself uh, a certain way. But even with the right kind of responsibility, I have a right, like as a coach, I have a right to, I have a right to like, say for instance, when I was coaching New England, Pop Warner, and we won, uh, we won the championship out there. My son played for me, my oldest boy, Bam Bam. And um, we played, and we was beating the school, and it was trash. And I'm up there like, yo, y'all, y'all want to call this? Like, we got them by, like, fucking 28 or something like that. I'm like, y'all, y'all want to call this? Like, they ain't coming. You know what I mean? I'm talking to the head coach. No I'm talking to the head coach. I'm talking to the other coach. I'm talking to Tom Brock on them. I'm like, yo, they didn't want to call this? They're like, no, nah, we don't want to call it. So we got to run a play. Them. They're like, nah, they're going to fight to the last drop. Nah, them kids. The last second. Because the problem is, is this is like, well, I can't tell my kids to play softer because that's how you mm-hmm. get hurt. You know, when you half ass when you fucking around, that's how ninety percent of injuries happen. You up here, oh, well, you know what? Just fucking around. I'm gonna do this and that, oh, and that's how people get hurt. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to play hard. You got to play hard to protect yourself in any sport you're playing. You know what I mean? Even in volleyball, I imagine if you go around there fucking around, you just like, yeah, you know, that's when you roll your ankle. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, you ain't gonna roll your ankle when you like playing hard, going for the spike, doing all this shit. Yeah, you on all alert, right? So I got to tell my kids to still play hard. Now we're not gonna pass the ball. We're gonna run it. But your kid's trash, and they're getting their, they're getting their shit pushed in. You know what I'm saying? But when I'm, pushing it to the last thing. But when I'm supposed to shit into the last Yeah, thing. but I'm just saying, it's like, what is this, jail? I'm just pushing <laughs> shit all the way to the prostate. They don't want to like, stop, so keep you going. You know what I mean? So I had no choice. They're like, well, you could have you could have told the kids to take. What are we supposed to do? No. They run the ball. I tell you what, like, I literally walk up, and I got the kids telling me, we're going through the B gap. And then y'all stack everybody in the B gap, and then my son blow their ass up. <laughs> so now I got to take my son off running back, and I got to put some other kid in there. And he blowing their ass up. Now, now I'm something like, y'all could have put some up. We only got 17 kids. Mm-hmm. Who else are we supposed to? We want me to put a jersey on? You want to see what the <laughs> fuck I do to 13-year-olds? Uh, like, what, what do you want, right? But with that response, like, I have the right to just run the score up. Mm-hmm. I had a right to just blow y'all ass out. This and that. Why they running the clock? But the responsibility is that it's detrimental to some kids, and I should think about them kids, right? So I wasn't throwing Hail Marys and, you know what I mean, trying to run the score up as, as fast as possible. I was swapping in other kids, uh, running plays that were pretty obvious so they could stack the box. And that's the, kind of the responsibility that comes with it, right? Like if somebody was to break into the house, they broke into the house and they fall down. Well, I could just go ahead. Point is one dude. He breaks into the house right now. Boom, he fall down. I could shoot him. That's unfortunate for him. I could shoot him. Down. I'm probably going to sock him in his shit a couple times to send a message across. But now it's like, all right, do I go ahead and curb stomp this dude, kill him and do everything else? I curb stomp. <laughs> Why? He's already on the ground. Why do we need to curb stomp him? If he, so if he came in here, fell and knocked himself out. of you to come into my motherfucking house. That's so why. should we kill him? No, if he not up trying to attack us, no. But curb stomp, That's what I'm, I'm definitely for the curb stomp. I don't know if you know this, but if you curb stomp somebody like American History X, you probably going to kill him. 
That's okay. It was what? That's okay because he came in here with intentions of I don't know what. Okay? So he getting that curb stomp. All right. So dude started fighting. Let's make a different situation. We out. Dude say some crazy shit to you. He spit. Damn near spit on my wife. I sock him in the shit, knock him out. How far do I go? That's enough. He already out. What if I what if I just hit him and he on the ground crying? Was that enough? Hit him one more time. I might Sit. hit him just with trying to almost spit on me. Now you got to come in and you get your curb stomping? Yeah. Mm. Fuck stomp. Bitch. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And I'm gone. You so, know? <laughs> so like with a lot of, with a lot of yeah, that. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is like with that responsibility, right? Like, so I have the right to fuck this dude up. Mm-hmm. I have the capability to kill this man. But it's my responsibility to withhold this. It's kind of like, like with the true definition of like um in the in the Bible where they say the, the meek shall inherit the earth. I always mm-hmm. thought that was like fucking ridiculous. It's like what the meek gonna inherit the earth? Like, because when you think of meek, the translation of meek now is like you harmless. Mm-hmm. Like how the fuck, who, who how y'all gonna be around and inherit the earth? Those yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it was a shitty translation over time because translations words change. You know this and that, and it really meant that the basically and, and for lack of better words, like. The dangerous who decide to keep their they, uh, sword sheathed until necessary shall inherit the earth. So not the dudes who out here, oh, I got all of, I, I could go and kill whoever I want, so I'm going to kill whoever I want. And not the people who are just harmless and weak, but the people who can and only use said capability mm-hmm. and, um, and everything like that. And it's practicing restraint, which Discipline. is the hardest mm-hmm. thing in the world to practice restraint because we talked about... Which is the key to life. Yeah, which is the key to life. I think that and having that responsibility with restraint and all that shit really just comes back to balance, right? It's like if you did drugs, not doing drugs at all. Like if you came, both of your parents was addicts. You knew you had a predisposition to drugs. There's two easy things to do. Never do drugs or become a fucking junkie. Those are those are easy. In that order, really, like doing drugs and becoming a junkie, easy. It's hard to dabble. <laughs> it's hard to dabble. Like if you like if you like if you predispose to doing drugs and you be like, yeah, I'm gonna just do a little heroin every other Wednesday. That's rough. That's rough. You know what I'm saying? So that's that uh balance. Not to say that you should have balance doing heroin, just don't fucking do it, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like if you're an alcoholic and it's drinking. I got balance. Look at me. My only blow a vein every other month. Like you know what I mean? But if you're an alcoholic, you know what I mean? It make it harder. Like, they tell alcohol. And I don't really feel as though you kick the habit. Like, when you got a habit and you got a vice on you, I don't feel That's like you kick the habit. That's my thing. Because, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to speak for myself, right? Because I used to drink a lot, okay? Yeah. And at one point, I did call myself, I did consider myself an alcoholic. I didn't care much about it, but I did. And then, you know, I was like, well, I don't want to do it no more. Type of lady. So I stopped. And then I was like, well, you know what? I don't got to stop. I can just, you know, control when I do it and how often and all that. So for me, and I'm not trying to take anything away from those people who go to AA meetings who decide not to do it at all and all that stuff. That's cool. And I know it was hard to do that. But my thing is, this is my own personal opinion, is that are you really truly able? Did you really truly kick the habit or... Is it is it something that's still on you? Because it's like me saying, oh, well, I got to stay away from it. I have to stay away from it. Why do you have to stay away from it? Because you ain't kicked the habit. You just stand. Yeah. You're you just, just completely keep, being away. Yeah. You just being abstinence from it. But you're practicing abstinence from it. However, that shit got if you're control in, on you. because it's still 
has that control over. It's kind of like That's if you right. was like in a relationship with somebody, you just love, 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 and it's up a lot. Cut them off, like just being with them and being in that toxic shit. That's easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Giving yourself to whatever your vice is is easy. Right. The second easiest thing. Not to say that it's not easy. It's to cut yourself off from that thing co- mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. That's the next step of like, all right, you can withdraw. But to deal with that person on a regular basis and not fall back into that, like, you know what I mean? Like to be around, to be have access to that person and to choose not to use that access yeah, and to overcome is. it to the point where that person isn't a factor for you. It's not like, like when you see him and just thinking or blah, 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 blah. This not, that's when you actually have mastered some control and self-restraint and i think the problem is with that is that people don't understand that life is a fucking struggle and you're supposed to struggle yeah (laughs) like you're supposed like you're going to struggle with some things right like every day you're going to struggle like you don't get stronger without straining your Mm -hmm. muscles you don't get faster without running more you know what Mm -hmm. i mean you don't lose weight without deciding to push some plates away yeah like you got to push some plates off your chest and push some plates off the table right like Mm -hmm. so you're going to do those things so um it, it just comes down to that restraint and that balance and understanding that life is supposed to be hard. People want life to be easy. Easy. It's a school. You go to school to learn. So you have lessons to learn and some are hard lessons. Some are not so hard, but still difficult. You still have to go through those things in order to grow through those things. And I think well, and I think we could like touch on this maybe like on the next podcast. But the thing about it is people wouldn't want things to be too easy. Like you, what you really want is No, because you wouldn't appreciate it, number one. Yeah. Like you want to have what you really want is to have challenging things that you can overcome that's the joint you want it to be challenging but you yeah. want to be able to overcome you, you don't just want to lose 30 times in a row mm-hmm. but you don't want to win 30 times in a row either because <laughs> it's like the first time you win it's like yeah and then 30 times in a row it's like fuck but then when you get knocked down it's like oh that's when you got to get that that discourse got to um learn yeah That goes right into our gun to the head for today. You chose B. (laughs) I chose B. Yeah. So B was gun to your head. Would you rather be healthy or unbeatable? That implies that I'm not healthy if I'm unbeatable. Yeah. You're always either you're always sick. You have a health, you have a health condition, health issues. But you're still gonna beat you're still gonna beat it, right? I'm, I'm but gonna you just always I'm gonna beat people. always anything. But, it doesn't matter. You're unbeatable in everything. But I can't beat this fucking sickness. You you're continuously sick. You always battling. But I always, always beat it. Yeah. But I just spent a whole like I got cancer and then I beat that and then I got something else. Something it's always else and I something, beat that. Always something, something, something beat always that. something, right? Um, I think. I, or addiction, I, I, you got an addiction and you beat that and you just it's yeah, always something, that. another I, one I, coming. I'd rather, I'd rather be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> no brand for me. I'd rather be healthy. Because my <laughs> thing about it is like um I feel as though I would be able to beat most things. You know what I'm saying? And having this idea that oh, I can beat anything that comes up is just like not when I got to continuously deal with the shit all the time. Like I don't ever get a break to re- relax, enjoy yeah. life. Like, n- n- cause I think like life is hard and there's going to be challenges and sometimes even malevolent, um, malevolent ones, but all the fucking time, Ain't My no God, rest for the I go from prostate cancer to brain cancer to the, the, the always constantly bone constantly cancer, fighting. To, you know what I mean? To, uh, to I got this patients, that. that addiction to yeah, I, I'm 100%. I'm going with, uh, 100% I'm, going with I'm going with healthy. Cause just, yeah, there's a such thing as too much strain. Yeah. And I think like being being able to beat everything, it's like 
you can beat it, but fuck, after a while, I'm just like, I don't want to beat it no more. Out. Yeah. yeah, like even if I can beat it, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to beat it no more. I think that's a lot of uh, people in life because life is so hard. Life is a school. It's filled with lessons and lessons out of places you never think will come to you. And I think that they just get tired. You know, they just keep because they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They don't see themselves making it past this situation. And nothing is ever forever here. Nothing well, is forever. Well, you look at that light at the temporary. end of the tunnel and it's a fucking train. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, that's that what they shit. think they see. Like it's light at the end of the tunnel. No, they think they see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for real. But that's what I say. You know, I, I would rather be healthy. I don't want to c- continue to fight all the time. It's exhausting. It's tired mentally, mm. physically, emotionally. It's draining. It's tough. It's rough. And because I feel, I feel as though, because I feel as though, like, and then you think about, like, if that's the adversity that you get, which just you just fighting for your health, it's like, how do you even have the strength now to deal with the rest of the shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel as though that, like, while we're talking about getting that responsibility and bearing that heavy load so that I can, um, because it's like really my responsibility to make things better right like first i start off making things better for myself then my family my community and then that has a huge effect that we don't really take into account i can't do that shit if i'm in a hospital bed every saturday like like and you can't even enjoy the fruits of your labor as much so and i think it's a time to fight and it's a time to enjoy the you know i mean the fruits of your victories and stuff like that so yeah i'm I'm 100 on the healthy tip yeah i agree i'm 100 agree with that so anyway, thank you guys for sitting with us in Hunk of Legends Corner. We appreciate your support as always. If you guys have an idea for a topic you want us to discuss or you want to be on the show, hit us up at Uncle Legend. Ask Uncle Legend at gmail.com. Peace. Peace. Stick around for after this show.